0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, of course, we are starting to hear that auctions are cooling somewhat. So what is happening on the ground inside auctions? Well, shortly we're going to be talking with a leading Australian auction company And to Damien Cooley for his take on what's going on. A reminder on Friday we've got Rich Harvey back from Property Buyer. It's all part of the series of Let's Talk Property and part of your real estate breakfast. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. Yes, let's have a look at the weather forecast. And for Sydney, expecting a few showers with 22 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy with 21. Brisbane, expecting a few showers with 25 degrees. And in Perth, a sunny day with 27 degrees. Well, the Real Estate Breakfast Club is on its way. Thank you for more of your emails. All you need to do is email us to myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com and in the header write the Real Estate Breakfast Club. That email address again is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, we are starting to hear about the average number of bidders at auction time has fallen below a key threshold that at the moment is suggesting property price growth is starting to level off. There were at least 3.5 active bidders per auction for much of last winter and spring in Sydney and Melbourne, but bidders' numbers have dropped below this level for 2022 and a sign that the market is easing. That's according to some new Ray White figures. Auctioneer Damien Cooley has seen bidder numbers ease since the peak of the property market, and he is joining us now. Good morning, Damien. Welcome to the Reloadio estate podcast. Good to have you on. Great to be here, Craig. Thanks
1: very much for having me.
0: Yeah. So in order to have strong competition at auctions, you need to have active bidders. And with that figure that I just mentioned of 3.5 bidders, that helps everything move along. So you're starting to see that that is dropping. Perhaps for our audience, just give us a sense of what's been trending lately that you've seen around these active bidder numbers.
1: Yeah, so markets are driven by a number of things and we and we collect auction data that really signifies how the market is tracking. What One piece of information is what we call auction clearance rates. An auction clearance rate is the percentage of property that sells either before or on the day of the auction compared to what property has actually been listed to go to auction on any given date. Another piece of information that we use is how many buyers are actually registering at auction and how many of those buyers are actively bidding at auction. So there's a few things that that I'll just touch on now that signify a change in market. One of those is that auction clearance rates um, have reduced, come off their highs. We look at a market and we say a, a normal real estate market has an auction clearance rate between 50 and 60%. A good market between 60 and 70%, a strong market is above 70% to 80%, and a boom market is 80% plus. Now we've come out of the back of arguably one of the the largest real estate booms in the country's history. We're now just at the moment sitting in what we define as a good market, and that's a clearance rate sort of between 60 and 70%. Um, The average number of bidders in that boom market, we saw even post lockdown periods, We were averaging upwards of seven, in some cases, 10, not necessarily active, but 10 bidders at every auction. Whereas now we look at even the weekend just gone past. Our company had almost 100 auctions on Saturday and we averaged just over four bidders at every auction there are different markets within markets. So we speak generally, um, but every market has its own little micro market. For example, Sydney has different locations like the Eastern suburbs, the lower North Shore, the inner West. Each of those markets is generally performing at a lower rate than what it was previously. With the active number of bidders reducing, you can understand now, given that explanation, how if less people are competing for a property, it means less properties are selling, which means it's harder to sell, which means prices will come back. Real estate market, I guess, is, is driven, as I said, by confidence and it's driven by the ability to borrow money. So what we need to look at is what are the factors that are, that are influencing this data now?
0: Yeah. And talking of the boom, of course, you've kind of got to keep this in perspective, right? Because as you say, I mean, we have gone through one of the biggest booms ever recorded. And yes, we've got the slide starting to happen with active bidders, but it should really be put
1: into the context of what's been happening over the last two years. Without doubt, Craig. And if you look at what has happened over the last two years, the small pullback in confidence, the small pullback in pricing, and as a result of that, the potential for price growth to be negative over the coming months. We've also got a federal election coming up. We've got the Reserve Bank talking about significant interest rate rises over the next six months. I think what is being signalled is that you'd be naive to think that the market is going to continue growing in the short to near term. There is no doubt that the market isn't as good as it was. However, it is still good. So this is the important point. Good quality properties sell well, regardless of market conditions. And that's because as a society, we need a home to live in. We have the the dream of having a lovely home, which gives us security for us and our families there is something really beautiful about living in a home that is yours. Now, some people don't share that opinion. Some people prefer to rent and there is a, there is an investment strategy around owning investment properties and renting your own home. But the emotion that it comes into a residential purchase is very different to what comes into uh, an investment purchase. And if you look at where if the market comes back, and if you, for example, draw similarities between the property market and the share market, really what we're talking about as a percentage is not a significant drop. Personally, I have quite an optimistic outlook on prices holding up relatively well through through this period. So lately, there have been more houses, obviously, that have been listed for sale,
0: which is giving buyers a much greater choice. And we're starting to see, if not already gone, the whole FOMO aspect. And of course, people, I guess they're in that sort of mindset now where they're going, I was thinking maybe in six months time, but now I want to list my property because I'm starting to hear that there are less buyers around.
1: I think the supply and demand absolutely plays a plays a role in any market, and, and property is no different. Um, if there's more properties on the market in any given suburb, and there's only a certain amount of buyers that are looking at purchasing, prices will be affected. If you look at any suburb and you type in to one of the portals, you type in how many properties come up in in all price ranges in any given suburb, and and you look if you look say three months ago and you look now, there's more properties. In most suburbs, if not all, there's more properties on the market in those suburbs now than there was. That signifies change because the buyer pool, I don't believe, is getting stronger at the moment. It's it's probably getting weaker. This period pre-Easter is always a, a very busy period. People go away on holidays. Um, they're enjoying their families. I think it's a little bit unique this year also because we've come off the back of a big boom, and I think also we've come out of out of a – of a time that has never been seen before, lockdown periods and not being able to go away on holidays. And I think that that has had a huge impact on the way people feel. And the way people feel has an impact on whether they buy or sell real estate and what they're buying. I think we also need to look at what buyer pools there are, are out there. And what I mean by that is how are first home buyers going? How are the downsizes going? How are the upsizes going? What are their buyer behaviors that we're seeing at auctions right now? And over the
0: last, I don't know, four to six weeks, what's been happening around some of these bidders becoming hesitant? I guess right now, if there's going to be some hesitant actions with people not raising their hands at an auction, it's probably likely
1: to start to happen from this point on. Yeah, we're seeing it's a lot more challenging to start, start auctions. We're seeing more and more vendor bids, for example, being used to commence an auction. Like in New South Wales, as an example, you are allowed to use, the auctioneer that is, is allowed to use one bid on behalf of the vendor. And traditionally, we would use that that bid in a number of different ways. Sometimes it can be at, at a really low number just to get people comfortable to place a bid. And it's almost used as a number that's enticing people to bid above. To the contrary, if there's a scenario where we only have one registered bidder, We might use that vendor bid at a higher number and use that as a a positioning tool. So to try and get it closer to either closer to where we need to be to sell or even at the price we need to be to sell. So we're seeing more of that. What we are also seeing though, Craig, is that once we do get a bid, it feels a lot easier to get more bids after that. There's a lot of people questioning, is the market going to tank? Yeah. And, and when they question, is the market going to tank, There's, they're nervous about starting the bidding. So we're seeing a lot less aggressive bidding tactics and we're seeing more um, conservative bidding tactics at auction. But that's the auctioneer's role, to establish a floor price and to, to get buyers bidding. And the best thing for any owner to see, um, which is what we always say to buyers, the best thing you can do is actually bid. Because the, all the owners, they understand the market isn't as good as it was. They know that. What the owner needs to see is they need to see competition so they can, in their own mind, justify saying yes to a price that may not necessarily be the price they first thought they'd get.
0: You know, what stands out for me with this interview with you, Damien, is the fact that, and I wasn't sure which way it would go, whether or not you as a auctioneer would come from a point where you're panicked and you're explaining this very succinctly, very calmly, you're making the relevant points that need to be made, and I think that that has a calming influence. So, you know, well done for coming
1: onto the show and just not freaking out and just explaining it the way that you have. I think the way that I run an auction is, is very conversational. I think people just appreciate things. Uh, understanding what is what is happening. You know, for me, it doesn't matter whether the market's booming, whether it's not going well. I think the most important thing to do is to sell it how it is. And explain to people the psychology in many respects behind an owner's decision to sell a property and the psychology behind someone's decision to buy. And everyone has different motivations. And I think understanding those motivations is important to help people move on to the next stage of their lives. Yeah, good on you, Damien. Well, look,
0: muchly appreciated. And I'm sure there's going to be some challenging times ahead, but at least we've got cool heads, particularly when it comes to auctions in this case.
1: <laughs> good good segue into the brand coolie as auctioneers, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Craig, for having me. I appreciate it.
0: We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast.